the sauna poppy podcast coming at you from the trailer sauna at embrace north here we go podcast uh so harrison g- give me the honor of introducing who's our guest Matt, you can just wait a little bit yeah well this morning uh first off it's about 5 15 a.m back trailer sauna at embrace north we got dr matt on from the center of movement super excited to have him on gonna hear all about his background his story got him involved with embrace north and then kind of what he's got going on now and, and yeah how we tying together so we're super excited and we're hammering it early get the blood yeah. flow going get it going get juiced up get juiced <laughs> we, we, we got a big group of people coming to work out at 6 30 so we're gonna get this party started and so matt you're always the, the owner of our guest is you get to light up the sauna so right. you got your torch in hand i was gonna say i don't know if i've used the yeah. torch like this before but there you go there we go all right it's gonna get That's... this baby Getting roasty. Get it light up. That is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Perfect. And now right. you can just close the gate there and uh, it should be good. Also, right. we got to give a quick shout out to our sauna builder because we have a new window this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. our, our last three sauna podcasts, we haven't been able to see out the back window. So this is a game changer. It adds a whole new element. It is a whole new element. Yeah, It's we, beautiful, Drew. Yeah, Drew, good job with that window. <laughs> and it's crazy how it snuck up on us. Like, I, when, we, when we walked out a couple of minutes ago, I was like, man, it's light out. Right, you, yeah. You know, it's like, I feel like the days are getting long again. Minnesota summer's here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I want to I wanna kind of start with the, with kind of back backtracking a little when you came in and Harrison, you were on your way here, but we we're just getting some coffee ready and... I was like, dude, when is the last time that I saw you? And Matt, it's been it's been a while, it's man. It's been a while. I know. We figured out it's been since February. So right now it's wow, end of May. It's probably been what is that? Four months? Three, yeah. Yeah. yeah, give or take. Yeah. Four months. Which yeah. is crazy. That's probably the longest streak we've been on. I don't he, like it. I mean, <laughs> just, just to put it in 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 a time frame, Matt was here when we were building the the wall inside right. before we put the lockers and everything. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Time it's just been, flies. Time flies for sure. Yeah. And and Matt, let's let's just kind of. Why don't you? I would like for you to share how because Harrison was asking me yesterday yeah. how far we go like yeah. when we did Man. cross paths and I was like, I was like doing the math. I was like it was two thousand seventeen. But I'll, I'll I'll let you take yeah. it. just just kind of explain how we cross paths, bro. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, two thousand seventeen, which was crazy. So that was. That was my first year in business. I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah. Same. And uh, we were we were both just two entrepreneurs on the grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I can't remember exactly how it went. I think somebody sent me something that Luis was doing about yeah. foundation training. Yeah. And it was kind of like this, like, hey, you got to go meet this guy. There's another guy because at that time there were a couple people doing it in Minnesota, uh, but not. Or sorry, a couple people that had training in it, but they weren't really active with it. Yeah. So and I was I'm not from Minnesota, so I was kind of just like just barely dipping my toes into like, all right, who's who's around here? Who's doing who's doing some like adjacent stuff? And yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how it started. Is somebody just sent me something like, hey, who's who is this guy? Go yeah. go go meet this guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so I I reached out to Luis and we hit it off and we actually I mean pretty quickly right we did a, a workshop series yeah um, right, out of, right out of your old location yeah um, with Trace in Edina and then we actually officed out of there yeah um, for a little while which was awesome and so we got close that way and then you know things things kind of shifted um, and 
fate brought us back together. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, not oftentimes you get to meet somebody that is kind of starting a business like, the at, at the same time, and you're yeah. passionate about the same kind of stuff, and like, though we're kind of in the same journey, you know, like, mm-hmm. let's become cool. friends, let's stay in touch. But yeah, it's been awesome, man. Yeah. I just, I mean, I look back and I'm like, look at all the stuff that we have done together, you yeah, know? Definitely. Uh, yeah, and like how the communities have like been able to like intermingle so much totally, and honestly totally. just become one, basically. Is yeah. I see it a lot of the ways. There's like so yeah. many cool people that we've both met, uh, that we've been introduced to that I feel like this wellness, fitness community has really just sh- shifted and shaped itself into this cool thing in the Twin Cities. Yeah. And I feel proud to be a part of it with you. No, it's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, I feel that super strong, though. Like, this is a hub in the Minneapolis Twin Cities that's just kind of on a different level with the health and fitness and wellness side of things, to be honest. Like, we're kind of, like, cutting edge with things, and we're, in a way, things happen, and then two months later, we're seeing it happen. You know, it's Mm -hmm. happening here. We're doing the movement, the breath work, the training like that, and then... We're seeing it kind of catapult longer and yeah it starts here you know yeah. it's like you guys were on two different journeys at the same time found each other for a reason and started these awesome well, and then you take it take it a few years forward we start doing get-togethers at the lake i'm inviting matt dude you need to come on sundays to <laughs> to the frozen lake you yeah. know and Going and you you had to see how this that the, our roots of embrace not just they were for just sure planted right there at the at the lake when we're doing get together but but Matt started like participating on the on the coaching there and it was such a gorilla style like we're just okay. we're just showing up we'll, we'll see what happens it's gonna be a good time hey do you want to teach some foundation training tomorrow sure I'll, yeah i'll be there let's do it yeah we're, we're at yeah okay. on, the, on top of the frozen lake yeah. yeah and then we're gonna jump in the frozen water <laughs> oh okay i'm, I'm, oh, I'm there man. no it's so awesome to see how that I mean, inspiring for anybody who's in business to see like a concept come to life like that, where it was, you know, an idea, it was a community. And that, I think the thing that I respect the most about you as a business person is your ability to be agile (laughs) and like, there's no cemented plan. And I think in, especially in business, it's really hard to like, not let your ego get in the way of like, Hey, this is what I said I was going to do. So let's do it. Uh, and being able to shift and be agile with like all the things that happen that you can't control totally. and then also all the opportunities that come up that you are a part of like yeah. there's there's the, it's kind of twofold that way so it's kind of cool to see but you yeah. know it's it's funny that you're saying that because I like you've been always kind of in my corner you're you're one of my few friends that are business owners that I that are kind of really crazy like me. Mm-hmm. So I've been always able to kind of come bring things to Matt before I'm gonna try to do something. And you're, you're always good at just just giving me some good direction, you know? Yeah. Uh, and almost pushing me, dude, go for it. Yeah. Like, and there's there's been times that I have tried something and I'm like, no, this is not gonna work. But you're always there to like a sounding board, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and a cheerleader or a, or a good push forward guy. and. I really admire that about you, bro, because seriously, you have no idea how many times I, will, I was maybe even doubting myself, should I try, like, opening, a, mm-hmm. a, a keep going with another gym in the middle of the pandemic, right. and that reinforced kind of just talking with you, I mean, like, just having a very positive friend that understands the yeah. grind, you know, sure. and you, you've, been, you've been there for, for me, and, and I appreciate that. Absolutely. What is that, uh, I'm Canadian, so Wayne Gretzky... You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So yeah. if you're if you're not if you're not shooting, you're not you're not scoring any goals. You're not you're not you're not you're not, you're not gonna score anything. Luis <laughs> yeah. is the master shooter. <laughs> yeah. It's like not leaving the putt short. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Slingshot, bro. For uh, sure. Yeah, no, so, I hear you. So we gotta backtrack a little bit. Um, yeah, let's, Matt, let's go. where where'd you come from? What's the the background, the kind of education, and then what's your current company? And yeah, so I'm. I'm from Alberta, Canada, born and raised in the prairies uh, next to the Rockies. And uh, so being a Canadian boy, grew up with skates on. And so I played hockey my whole life. And that kind of is what brought me down to the States is I, I played um, in school and then I met my wife in school. And then uh, we just kind of decided that we wanted to stay in the Midwest. Um, where, where was school? Uh, in Superior, Wisconsin. 
Yeah, so we met there and then went down to Iowa. So I just did the Midwest tour. So we yeah. moved, to, <laughs> right. moved to Wisconsin for school and then went down to Iowa for um, chiropractic school and I played rugby down there and got to meet some really cool people um, in that chapter of my life too. And then we kind of, in typical fashion, didn't really have like this like cemented like game plan as far as where we wanted to be. And we just last minute said, you know what, the Twin Cities feels like a good spot to start off and see what happens. And we didn't, I think we knew one couple that lived in Minneapolis at that time, but we didn't know anybody here at all. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just like a long shot, let's see what happens kind of situation. <laughs> and I found a place to intern at. Uh, so I worked at, I worked there uh, at this clinic in Savage for two years when we first moved to the Twin Cities um, in 2015. Uh, and then in 2000, early 2017 is when I started the Center Movement and that was, um, you know, within six months of that was when I met Luis, so. Uh, but yeah, there, I guess, I started the Center Movement um, as kind of just an opportunity to change some of the things that I was frustrated with um, within our profession and then as I look back at it, it's more of a frustration with healthcare in general. Mm. Um, I feel like gyms do an amazing job of building community around sweat and around like in being in the grind and in the in the woods together. And I feel like uh, I just wanted to bring some of that to a rehab setting uh, mm. because I feel like there is so much that happens when you're injured that is healing around community and unfortunately being injured or if you want to extrapolate that out being sick in general is like a very isolating thing a lot of times uh, and it can be super lonely for people and it's almost like shameful like oh yeah I'm battling this injury like I have to go see my physical therapist or my chiropractor or no I can't do this because xyz and it just I was just getting really frustrated with that narrative so the center of movement was really just my opportunity to build a platform or build like a, a, a space where people could kind of come together and heal. So what was the, the what was your reason for picking the name, the center of movement? Oh, it's funny actually. <laughs> so I was a big, uh, I don't know if you know this, I'm a, I'm a big acronym guy. And there is, yeah, so this is, this is probably way, more th more than you asked for, <laughs> but, but so it started off as just the center because I really liked the idea of it kind of being, I guess like a, a anonymous mystery of like what is the center like what is that? Yeah. I mean I think the center movement still is that people don't really know exactly what that is when they hear that that name. But anyway, so the center uh, is an acronym for chiropractic education, nutrition, therapeutic exercise and recovery. Mm. So that's what the center stands for, C-E-N-T-E-R. Mm, cool. um, so I was real excited about that and that was like my game plan and then I went to my lawyer and she's like, oh, there's already a place in the Twin Cities called the center and just to like avoid some red flags, like you might want to tack something else onto that or figure out a different name. and. I was just crushed. I was like, no, this is my, this is the name. <laughs> this what are you is talking about? Name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just, and then she actually said, what about, and it's so funny because she's not like, sh I, I don't have a relationship with her anymore. Like, it's not like she was like a, we had this deep like connection. It was yeah. just a random lady that was my lawyer. And yeah, you're she was like, what about the center of movement? And I was like, I actually think I like that. Yeah, let's do that. So, so I mean, she nailed it. She yeah, seriously. So, oh, there's oh my. Yeah, couldn't change it. To make right. It so it's kind of it. Ha it started off with a lot of depth, and then at the end, I was just like, whatever. Well, I, I, I mean, you little to. parenthesis right there. That's that's how Embrace North became Embrace North, bro. Kind of like in, it's yeah. a very similar story because I a lot of my clients were making fun of me in a good yeah. way yeah. when I started doing cold therapy. Right. When I started taking cold showers and I started just walking with my t-shirt in the winter and they yeah. were like gradually started being like, oh, Luis, you're, you're the guy from Guatemala that embraces living in Minnesota now. <laughs> you're, you're, you're learning how to embrace the North. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just hearing <laughs> yeah. it repetitively like, two winters in a row, okay. I'm like, 
I'm actually gonna see if this name is available. Yeah. I was lucky that it was available. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of very oh, similar. That's... Like somebody brought it to us, right? <laughs> right. It wasn't like this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you uh, to that lawyer that for sure <laughs> just kind of we were sitting at a Dunn Brothers and she was like, I gotta give you some bad news. This name's not available. <laughs> and she's like, What about this? And I was like, Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it fits so well. So. So yeah, so that's kind of where that started uh, with the name, and um, and yeah, I, I feel like it's it's evolved a lot since then. I mean, I mean, the center it worked out for the best because we're a lot broader than chiropractic yeah. now, especially. So you know, having I mean, the acronym's still there in my heart, but it's not something that we like advertise or put out because it. It's a little bit more that's encompassed in, totally. the, in the brand. Yeah, so. part of the movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of what that piece of it has become. Again, I'm somebody who overthinks branding way too much, but like the <laughs> the center of movement is less less about physical movement and more about just like a movement towards shifting the way that people perceive their own journey with health and recovery yeah. and rehabilitation. So when you I I mean I, uh, share a little more about. Uh, how you started like you, you so I mean you opened your own practice just you but pretty quickly I saw you starting to kind of put your team together yeah. and actually finding some incredible talented people that I mean I that's the one thing that I take I, just kind of knowing you personally as a friend seeing that determination to grow your team your mm -hmm. tribe and and bringing very talented individuals to the table uh, how did that start for you like because yeah you had to start kind of multiplying yourself or bringing others to, to to work with you right for sure yeah and i feel like there's more similarities with that and your story also mm -hmm. um but yeah just getting started i kind of like I was saying, I didn't know a ton of people in the Twin Cities, especially, so I was working in Savage and I got to know some awesome people. And um, if you know anything about the Twin Cities, I live in Shakopee. So the uh, Savage is south of, the, uh, south of the river, which for people in Minneapolis is basically, you're in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, literally. Uh, when it's, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for the South Metro. It's only 25 minutes, it's not that far. Yeah. But anyways, so <laughs> a lot of the people that I knew um, from that period in my life were, were not, you know, we, we didn't, we kind of, we weren't connected outside of that experience and which makes sense. I also had like some, like I had a, non-compete clause so I, I, w I wasn't spending a ton of time with the connections that I built when I was first here in, in uh, the Twin Cities um, so I needed to figure out how to meet some people and one thing that I started when I was at that old clinic was a blog um, that was basically me just inter uh, interviewing um, local business owners that I thought were interesting and then like creating like a social post or like I mean, this blog was non-existent. It was basically my way of networking with people. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? I need to take this idea and like just run with it because that's how I met some of the few people that I knew. Totally. So I started what I call my fake podcast. I don't know if you know I had a podcast, but I need to. You see, what? I'm, I'm learning more about you. But it was called. I shouldn't say was. It is called. It's it's still on iTunes. We it's should called, bring it back to life. We should find it. Yeah. yeah after today, uh, we're starting the podcast. <laughs> Caffeination and inspiration is the podcast. Yes. Oh, wow. And uh, and basically, it was. Uh, it started off. It was just my opportunity to meet people, and uh, part of the concept behind it was I picked two people that I knew that were inspiring to me in health, fitness, and business. And I interviewed them, and then I asked for a referral for the next guest. And so they introduced me to somebody else, and then that person introduced me to somebody else. And yeah. I I think I recorded 13 episodes, and I had met so many people at that point, yes. which I, was the whole goal, but also like, yeah, I, I, I think about the people that I've met. Like I, I met JC through that. Wow. Uh, I met Vinny. Uh, from Alter, which I, I still currently am teaching a class there. Yeah. Through that, and so I, met, I made all my Lululemon connections through that. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy, like backtracking to see who I met through that 
That's fake podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or very real podcast. I got to stop calling it a fake podcast because it was very much so like, I, I attribute most of my growth to just that period of time where I was, I had extra time available. Yeah. So I was yeah. just, any chance I could get meeting people that were, you know, in the, this lane with me. So. But so it's very interesting like to recognize that like your interest to just get to know people yeah and through conversations basically having a podcast mm -hmm. that kind of solidify very good relationships for you that for sure. you there was not this random people that you just saw once and check the box yeah. tell me somebody else move on but you, you actually knowing where you're at now and knowing these individuals in your network yeah. because i've seen them you know and I, I came across a lot of them through you yeah it's it's crazy that you 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 just you develop a foundation very early on and with true connection yeah and one of i think one of a piece of advice that one of my friends and mentors kind of gave me early was you know don't don't spend so much energy networking spend energy making friends because mm -hmm. it's like I think of like the people that I have met like a good example would be Adam Meyer um, who you, you know owns the F45s like I remember dropping into a class and and he was coaching and I was just like oh this guy like seems like he, I mean I, you kind of have this sense I'm like he's a hockey player I can tell yeah, he's <laughs> kind of, yeah I, I sure. can tell and I was like this guy seems like somebody that I would like want to hang out with yeah so yeah I just kind of started hanging out and becoming friends with him and he's yeah I've gotten to know a ton of people through him too and we've yeah. become friends and just yeah different ways to connect with people that are less stuffy Mm -hmm. And the, this mentor of mine, his example in my industry was like, instead of going to a, a business and being like, hey, here's some donuts and business cards. It's <laughs> like, go ask them to go paddle boarding, go ask them to go like for a hike or a run or go to a class or go for a cold tub or whatever yeah. it is, like create like a relationship instead of it being a transactional thing. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Totally. Here's my business cards. Like, give me some of yours. And yeah, it's yeah. just. There's not a lot of substance there. It's so. all the energy behind that exchange, mm -hmm. you know, like material things with the business cards and donuts yeah. versus an experience with a human, way different, like Definitely. feel and energy. You and, know, it, like, and it's like, especially when it's like real and authentic, like especially like for me at that point in my life, I, I, I mean, I, I wanted friends. Like yeah. I, I didn't know, I didn't know a ton of people. So I was like genuinely looking to meet more people. Uh, I think that sometimes you can come at it at like a, like not the best angle and then it comes, but people can, like you said about the energy, people can read that and pick up on that yeah, real right. quick where it's like, it needs to be coming from like an authentic place. Mm -hmm. Not this forced, desperate yeah, place. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? I feel like the fact that you had a non-compete and you had, you showed up here where you didn't have these ties and connections, like made you even level up even more, even faster, because you had to do it all on your own, all on the ground, you know, and starting through a blog, like what are these ways we can just do things? Mm -hmm. And then like, that's just like blasting your creative mind. And now I see your creativity just like everywhere, you know, and like how you do TikTok videos and Instagram videos, and you're still trying to help people and expand your network and get it out there, but it's just coming through such a like organic, pure lens. Yeah, like people like that, you know, yeah. and like it, it shows like you feel that. Well, and I appreciate that. Yeah, because yeah. it is I, I get people asking me a lot about like the TikTok Reels thing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's funny because it totally is a creative outlet for me. And I know for some people and many business owners, like that's the last thing they want to do. Right. And that's totally OK. Like, that's yeah. you know, I just happen to really enjoy that piece of it. Like yeah. just the, like the putting things together and like creating something. Yeah. So like it ends up being, yeah, just more natural than, and everybody's got that thing. It doesn't have yeah. to be, right. you know, so like expressing that in a way that feels right for you. Totally. doesn't have to be the same for every single person. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, but the one thing that, that, that is very obvious uh, from kind of seeing your brand and your, 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 your person is like you, you've been very good at you have developed a very good network uh, of people that support you and believe in you 
really quickly. But I think the, the glue of all of that is being that you've been able to really become friends. You'd like, and that's, that's, that's one of the things that I admire the most about you, Matt, is like, you have that, it's like a gift, like, you've been able to create community really easily, and it has manifested through your brand, you know? And the people that are with you now, and yeah. everyone's like the same culture, you know? Yeah. And I, I think you have spread a lot of that into my approach of building the community here, mm -hmm. too. It's been like, just stay passionate, it doesn't need to be this specific approach, yeah. but just create that that very natural connection with people through the gift that you have, you know, sharing whatever it is that you're very passionate about, just sharing it sometimes, just helping somebody without right. expecting it to get paid, right? Yeah. Like, so just opening your hand and welcoming people on board, right? Mm -hmm. And it's 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 been really cool to see that and, and to witness your growth, because I, I go back to when we met and the very early beginnings of the center of movement, you know, and, and see where you're at now. And the other day when I think we we're having like here, uh, we had a, uh, we have Meredith doing a talk oh, with yeah. your whole team and you invited me to be there. Well, yeah. like, look at Dr. Matt here. Look at all these, <laughs> the, all these people, they're all the center of movement. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this is crazy, you know? No, I've been um, really lucky to have. I mean, and how, how big is your team now? Like how many yeah, we've, we've people do you have? Uh, 12 people on our team. Wow. Yeah. And what are what's the spectrum of of, of talent that you yeah, have? Yeah, so there's I guess there's four main categories. Uh, well, like three. I kind of I kind of narrow it down to three. So there's like clinician, which is chiropractic physical therapists. We have uh, mostly chiropractors, and then we have one physical therapist that started in January. Uh, body work, massage therapy. And then movement education is the third category. So that's mm -hmm. like where Alyssa falls into. It's more of like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so she does, and I don't know how much time you spent with her, but she does like trauma-informed uh, training. So she's helping people totally. who have a background in any kind of emotional or mental trauma that are trying to use fitness as a tool instead of a trigger. And it's super, she's she's a wealth of knowledge. She's oh, uh, yeah. Such a, she's, she's been, awesome for me to get to know more mm -hmm. because um me and you can relate to this like we live on this high energy spectrum of like <laughs> we're, we're one kind of personality but there yeah. are a lot of personalities out there totally and Alyssa just happens to be kind of on the opposite side of that spectrum mm -hmm. for me where she's a lot more of a critical thinker yeah she analyzes things with a lot of detail mm. so it's it's amazing to have her on our team as a sounding board of like, hey, totally. like, am I being respectful to the people within our greater community when mm. I say X, Y, Z? Yeah. And she'll very politely tell me, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you need to consider these things. And so it's yeah, just been yeah. awesome to have like another perspective that's totally different than your own right, yeah. uh, in the mix. So shout out to Alyssa. That was not meant cool. to be. I know you asked about that. No, but I mean, <laughs> and, and, and I know yeah. her, you know, and yeah. I've seen her here and, and talked to her and yeah. she's so talented. You she know, I, I see her working with a few clients and, and just know, just having conversations with her, I can tell. Yeah. Like, totally, totally on board on that. Yeah. yeah, she's, uh, yeah, so been, very blessed with like an awesome team that just feels that same like itch to make some changes in the way that uh, like I get from a smaller angle like what how our profession handles business I totally, guess you could say totally. um, and then also just like healthcare in general like we're yeah. just, I mean evidenced by everything we're just yeah. not in a great place with yeah, healthcare yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's opportunities to change that so totally. I um that that book that project that I was a part of last year and into this year was actually a really good reflection tool for me on building a brand and uh, one of the things that I so the book was called forever athlete and it talks about like using or like how your time as an athlete doesn't necessarily have an ending point because hmm. all the characteristics that you've developed in your time with the sport they live with you, right? Just because you don't have that title anymore doesn't That's... mean that you're no longer that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've, you've developed these uh, this these characteristics that play into any different part or endeavor that you're uh, involved in. So it's a really yeah. good like awareness 
tool writing my chapter and seeing totally. like I've always been I mean I've played sports my whole life I've never been the guy that's like all right I'm making the NHL this is gonna happen for me I was there to hang out with my friends yeah yeah, if yeah. I'm being honest yeah, and like, yeah you know and like be part of that like community of people and I think the more and more I look back at it like that those pieces of the puzzle that were being brewed up and built as a child are really what fueled me in my business yeah so it's kind of yeah. cool to look back and be like oh man that's where that's from you know yeah no it was very interesting how you mentioned like that athlete perspective mm -hmm. how you can carry basically your arsenal with you even though you might not be competing anymore or participating yeah. in the sport like you, there's so much more to it, right? Mm. That's very interesting. Because in a way, I, I kind of feel like that to myself, you know? Because mm. I was always, I was a triathlete and yeah. I was, I, I, there was a point in my life where I was like, I kind of decided I, I'm not gonna compete anymore. Yeah. Like, I wanna, but I feel like I, I've been still riding the wave of being an athlete, right. discovering my own pathway yeah. and sharing, sharing maybe sometimes not the so, like fun stuff about being an athlete and mm -hmm. the mental aspect of it the the performance aspect of it the injuries blah 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 and trying to discover okay what makes the most sense and that's kind of like that i feel like i'm in that same journey you know yeah. but it's cool to have that foundation yeah and it's it's really interesting i feel like you can take that you know outside of just the athlete label mm -hmm. and we live we're in a society of labels like all right father chiropractor breathwork practitioner whatever label you want to put on yeah. yourself or that your circle puts on you um it's really interesting how the more you connect to those labels the harder it is to let go or transition from those labels mm -hmm. uh whereas if we put our attention or focus more on you know you know your father so instead of being that be the label, it's like, well, no, you're loving, you're dedicated, you're, you know, nurturing, like all these different things. You're a breathwork practitioner. You are, you know, dedicated to your craft. You're excited about learning and creating a state change with people. Like these are, these are the things, the fundamental pieces that I feel like we don't focus enough on. And we focus yeah. so much on the over arching yeah. label. And then if something happens and that label changes or breaks down, we, mm -hmm. we lose a piece of our identity, which can be super challenging yeah. and hard, yeah. to, hard to kind of maneuver away from. Uh, I see it all the time with friends that have been like, I'm, if I, it's NHL or bust or, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm playing hockey, I'm a hockey player, that's who I am. That's, yeah. Or a football player, that's who I am. And even if you do, like I have many friends that have made the NHL, it's mm -hmm. like, even if you do that, it's like, at some point that's also over. So then yeah. what? You yeah know? yeah so it's like finding that versatility and being able to like break down the label and totally just totally be the parts yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. all, you know so well it's all the there's so much discipline and mental resilience mm -hmm. put into being an athlete you mm -hmm. know and it's like how can you translate that into what you want to do in life mm -hmm. too and it seems like that's exactly what you're doing in a way and like you're bringing up friends a lot and like your childhood kind of developed how your career is kind of operating and mm -hmm. like I'll just go back to it but when I see how center of movement interacts with each other it's like friends mm -hmm. it's like homies you know it's like good people just like doing things that are leveling them up but as friends not as a way like we got to go hit this objective and be better than people you know mm -hmm. it's just like it's very um easy to want to watch and be a part of because it seems like you're welcoming into the community and like you want to help people yeah like it's with that mindset and that like framework and that just goes so far you know yeah and it feels that i mean like i said just as far as like building a team goes i've mm -hmm. been really fortunate we've only actually hired one person and that was Michael, um, and it took like over a year to find him. <laughs> Every other person has been, it's just been like an organic, like, hey, and sometimes against a lot of resistance, like yeah, it was yeah. not the right time to bring someone on, but totally. it was like, man, this just feels too right, like, let's, let's go for this, it. Yeah. And um, we've been super lucky to have like those 
awesome players that have that same passion like in the mix. Yeah, and you can um, tell like I mean all of you guys are very driven individuals. Mm -hmm. Everyone is almost like a an entrepreneur, you know? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. okay, you you kind of give them the tools to go execute basically and that's and that's how it is. I mean, everybody, yeah. you know, everyone's like I kind of really admire that about you guys because you're not the typical you don't do it the typical way, mm -hmm. you know? You're not in this contained box. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, you know, I, I, I want to be less associated where my face is the center of movement and I mm -hmm. want it to be more like the team and, you know, the community is like yeah. what that yeah. is. And I think it's it's become that way. And I see that here too with Embrace. Like it's definitely, you know, about that, like just a, a collective, of people, yeah, and just one mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. No, and I think that that the the there's something about building a team. Sometimes everything might be telling you this is not the right time. Mm -hmm. Hold on, you're not ready to grow or yeah. anything. But if you're noticing that somebody's kind of coming on the table, and you should pay attention to what's mm -hmm. happening there, like opportunities go in front of you oftentimes and you just let them go by you right. know but if it's it's there's there's there there has to be that sense when you're trying to build a team to just recognizing for sure where where are you standing who are the people around you yeah and sometimes they're right there next to you and you don't even realize it right, right like, i feel that, that that way about this guy right yeah here, you know harrison yeah he, he came oh, yeah. aboard in a very organic way you know and yeah He's been such a blessing to, yeah. to, to us, to what we're doing. Talk about believing in what Embrace North is uh, and just wanting to come and swing, uh, start swinging it with us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I forgot that I I met you at F45. Yeah, right. right. That's <laughs> why when you brought up Adam, yeah. like, Adam's the man. Yeah. Like, same thing, like when you walk in, you kind of feel that yep. good vibe at F45 too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Which is why earlier I brought it up, like, it's this little Minneapolis Twin Cities area. It's like a hub for mm -hmm. just these cool, talented people bringing together communities in different ways. Mm -hmm. All based on kind of movement yeah. yep. and nature and getting together. Yep. And, like, if you take that way back, you know, that's how we evolved, right? Mm -hmm. Like, in nature, with the tribe, working to try to build each other up and like move forward. And that's just like... It, really feel that from both of you like big time but it's also like in other communities too yeah but there, I think there's something about I mean Minnesota is a very special place but the, the like I think enduring winters here there's mm -hmm. the people that you get to meet over here the the grit and talent that you recognize in some of the individuals here it's mm -hmm. it's kind of very out of the ordinary you know mm -hmm. and I, I i oftentimes wonder if, if if there's a relation with this place is very tough in the, in, in, yeah. the, in the winter you know uh, and well, either there's a, there's a very clear-cut like like seasonal cycle that happens yeah. right so like with that you can you can like extrapolate that to like how your, like resilience and like rebirth mm -hmm. you know hibernation like all those things it's it's super interesting for sure yeah um erica jones talks about that sometimes about how like you know it's important to go into those like cycles of of like energy lifting and then energy conservation and it doesn't have to always just be like to the yeah, moon yeah yeah like sharpen your axe and i feel like the seasons here are very reflective of that, of that. totally totally <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree. It's it's. There's a reason that people always come back here. Like, there's. I'm sure you know lots of people that have moved yeah. away, and uh, so many come back. It's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty wild being it's a transplant right? like yeah. you. Yeah. It's like sometimes you get kind of like, man, why do we live here? Like this is like. Yeah. This is <laughs> like it is brutal for those. Yeah. But then around this time, it's like. Oh, this is why we live here. Yeah, and like I think that if we didn't have the last five months or six months, it just like gives you so much more appreciation. Yeah, exactly. If anything, it really makes you appreciate the change. You know, uh, I mean, I I lived in a tropical country half of my life. You yeah, know? I I never I never thought of weather. Yeah, this, this is nice. It's like okay. oh, oh, there's some rain. Yeah, oh, okay. you're never cold or like you know what I mean. 
Mm -hmm. So you never realize how lucky you are to have access to beautiful mm -hmm. weather most of the times. Right. That's interesting yeah. perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I feel like here it's very normal to be like, I don't want to say obsessed, but like yeah. oh, very people are <laughs> obsessed with the weather. Very, very <laughs> attention focused on the weather. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I, I actually just, sorry to kind of change the topic, but I just resigned from my old work. And yeah. <laughs> when I used to go into work every morning, it was the weather. Yeah. Everybody's talking about the weather for the day. Yeah. It's not like, <laughs> it's not conversations about like, how's the family doing? And yeah. like in, in deep things, you know, it's yeah. surface about the weather because there's, they don't know what else to talk about. Right. And I don't mean yeah. to like yeah. be degrading by that, but it's yeah. just like the first thing that comes up. And it's, and it's because we're in this routine, you know, you wake up, you look at the weather, you look at your yeah. phone, you look at the weather, and then you just go to work right away. Yeah. So it's just kind of on the mind and the framework. Yeah. For sure. And like, I'll even admit, like, I look at the weather yeah. now that I'm not working at, and I go into the office and I come to Embrace North every day, like, yeah. I don't even look at the weather. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what day it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, but then I come in and I want to have deep conversations with people and yeah. connect. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't have that framework that I needed to know the weather to own the day yeah like let's go own the day by like going to embrace north talking to people moving the body like yeah so it's just crazy because like that stuff I, I see the transformations yeah like so much like real yeah that mm -hmm. now that I left yeah. that kind of world and and like the world that you guys are in is just like yeah it allows you to be yourself at a different level for sure just be, yeah just be human yeah no that's it's, I, I went to a conference probably, I think it was like 2019 and the main, one of the main focuses was uh, around conversation and like human interaction and it was be brief, go deep. Mm -hmm. And basically the opposite of the weather conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like, just like, instead of, <clears throat> instead of like, you know, navigating through all the fluff, it's like, all right, like, let's just get into it right away and yeah. talk about what matters. And yeah, that's how you build connection. For sure. Totally, totally. Yeah. So. Well, and I think it's it, yeah, you just just go deeper. Yeah. It, it could be like okay, it might be negative twenty. Yeah. And windy. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk how how was walking outside. You know. <laughs> like, or like or yeah like I mean you, you, this is obviously a little aggressive but like. Why did, why are you so concerned about it being windy? Like what and have you ever have you ever have you ever played uh or not played like it's a game, but have you ever done that like seven layers of why? No. No? So it's like where you ask why seven times. Oh wow. And so you get to like the true uh, <laughs> why. So like why does it bother you that it's super windy today? It's like oh be, and then you put someone on the spot, like they give you an answer. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well why why is that concerning? And it's just like you get into like some crazy yeah, places. Yeah. If you ask why seven times. Yeah. Do it next time you have somebody. Oh, you already get that. That's like that's a great tool. It is. Yeah, get... next time I'm like I can't wait for winter again. Yeah, like, right? like, it's like, like that, why you know, it... I'm like because that, that that was happening to me when I started like the embrace North concept yeah. a lot. People asking me, Dude, where's like where's your jacket? Yeah. It's like it's January here. Like it's like why? Yeah. Where? Like Right. And and I will be kind of peeling the onion. Yeah. To almost to the point that oftentimes I didn't get to the very bottom with people yeah. because they don't ask seven questions. For sure. not, but I, I, I was like, <laughs> now I'm looking back and I'm like, I wish they kept asking. Yeah, you kept Because I, like ultimately I would, I would say, because it feels so freaking hard yeah. to walk outside in the cold, but then I get such a high level of happiness yeah. when I go inside to a warm place. Yep. That's the why. That's the you know? why. But yeah. I, I never, <laughs> not many times I got that far, you know? No, I've been doing, but, I've been doing some like, a little bit of like, I don't know what you want to call it, like coaching, like individual coaching yeah, with yeah. people and uh, just on like mental, emotional, stress regulation, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And one of like, that's one of the exercises I'll do is mm -hmm. like seven layers of why. But like, <laughs> obviously like, not n very few get to like the seventh why. So like <laughs> if you get to like the third why and they're uncomfortable, like then it's kind of like the exercise is to like sit with that for a while and figure out like why is why is yeah, answering yeah, yeah. this question making me uncomfortable. Right. Totally. And then you know they get an opportunity to kind of reflect and like bring their own awareness full circle of like oh, you know maybe this is why. And then they can come back to the 
totally why <laughs> yeah so but it is it's it is so anytime you question anything even for yourself totally it's kind of an interesting little drill like right. seven seven whys and you'll find and out the seven whys <laughs> or peeling the onion yeah. one, one thing that comes up when i hear that is like in minnesota there's minnesota nice yeah and a lot of yeah. times people are just kind of saying yes or they're mm -hmm. not like answering deeper or like yeah. going into things, you know, totally. and it's kind of just like letting people off in a way and yeah. not being skeptical, but like skepticism always like polishes the diamond of truth. So yeah. when you're going deep in those layers, like you're almost being a, a like a skeptic to them or they're making themselves be a skeptic yeah. to break down barriers to move forward, mm -hmm. you know, not to sit in that just yeah. like that happy place comfort zone behavior and, and constantly questioning yeah, yeah yeah and you can't grow when you're comfortable you know sure, growth yeah. and comfort can't coexist so mm -hmm. it's just we're just just giving a quick update here it's 607 I said we got like 20 more minutes of conversations. Yeah. The, the sauna is starting to get warm. It's heating up. The, the layers, layers are off. <laughs> There's sweat off. already coming out. <laughs> you did a good job turning the fire on there, Matt. I had the magic touch. You got sure. the magic touch. <laughs> it's skillful technician. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so um, as you continue growing the center of movement, Matt, what What's like? What's your overall vision? You know what? Where where are you guys going? And yeah, um, so one of the uh, so one of the things that we've kind of talked about. I guess let me rewind a little bit. Like, yeah. So the core of our business, the three pillars are empowerment, education, and community. So those are the three like I guess you could say like tall, strong pillars that we're trying to use as our steering wheel for oh, anything, any decision that we make. Um, and I think a big reason for, um, the, or a big part of like our, I guess you could say pivot is to find more ways to educate more ways to empower, uh, people. And then also giving people that sense of community around what they're doing. And, uh, we're starting to do a lot more, I guess, remote work with people or virtual. So like creating programs where people can start to navigate their situations on their own even more. So giving giving more opportunities for people to do that rather than just working one-on-one. -on -one. So we're putting out, uh, Josh and I are creating a hip, a hip pain program right now. So it'd be specific to somebody who's say in here and they're, they're like, man, every time I'm in class, I've just got this nagging thing. Like it, mm. it's not gonna be a good fit for someone who's got hit by a bus and has like, a, massive hip situation going yeah, yeah. on that you know needs needs a whole like acute care plan but yeah. this is more for that person that's just like oh man i'm just like constantly every time i squat hip pain every time i you know deadlift i get like some kind of zinger down my leg mm -hmm. or into my glute and really the goal with that is to have it's a 12-week program and have like a, a self-navigating plan for them that they can implement into their um their current training schedule mm -hmm. and hopefully not skip too many beats because mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people out there their biggest fear with addressing those kinds of injuries is like I'm not ready to give up the other things yeah. to like make this happen yeah. I, I don't care how much pain I'm in like don't take away my fitness because mental health because yeah. community mm -hmm. because makes me feel strong all these different things yeah. that come with working out that mm -hmm. are not the gains yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah. like there's i think I, i've told many of my patients who are mostly in this like boutique fitness or like fitness world yeah and 90 percent of them are not working out to get aesthetic totally like changes in their body yeah it's right. usually like some kind of mental emotional connection to mm -hmm. what they're working out for yeah so in knowing that, why would you rob someone of that when that is, in turn, a huge part of their opportunity to recover? Totally. Because as we know, like pain is this complex thing. It's not. Mm. It's not an A plus B equals C situation. Right. So, taking away something that is truly a big part of their recovery process is can be detrimental. 
Um, but, you know, maybe working out the way that they were is maybe not helping. So just mm -hmm. giving them like ways to navigate around their pain that also allows them the opportunity to stay in that world yeah. so that they can keep those benefits coming in that they're getting from their experience in the gym or yeah. with yeah. fitness. Yeah. So that's, I guess, short term, that should be, that hip pain program should be ready. Oh man. <laughs> in the next in the next month for sure but hopefully sooner than that we're we're working at it we're working on a couple different things right now to just make it a really easy user experience mm -hmm. cool. and then from there also doing a special i mean josh and i and mark and a couple of us are doing uh one-on-one -on -one programming for people too so similar but just very custom so it might be like again somebody who's just in pain that wants to stay active or has certain goals and it's like okay here's here's a good program that we can kind of walk through with you yeah that you wouldn't have to come in and get your back cracked <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's not the solution in the end like totally that's gonna help yeah that might yeah. help you feel better in the moment and, and honestly like I, sometimes it just feels good and that's okay yeah yeah like to get to get worked on like there's different benefits that come from there but we're just trying to move away from the thought that like, oh, I went and saw Dr. Matt and he fixed my back. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't have, I don't have like a certain magic touch that like miraculously made this go away. <laughs> yeah. I wish that I did, but I don't. And yeah, I, I yeah. truly don't think anybody does. So totally. it's 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 more on the on the patient and like yeah. their their own way of navigating through this and. <clears throat> which might be a tough reality for some people yeah. to face in the beginning, but I also think it's the most empowering way to go through anything is to be like in the driver's seat mm -hmm. with like somebody helping you, like a co-captain, help somebody helping you navigate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where that's the role that we want to take. Yeah. Wow. So that's super empowering. Yeah. You know, even if like if you get work done and you go to an awesome body worker, it's it you do feel good mm -hmm. and it stays around, but when you learn the foundation of it and how to do different movements to benefit your hips and your hip flexor and lengthen it and relax your psoas and you know all of that, like then you can practice it on your own and then you can pat yourself on the back for healing your own self and yeah. creating alignment. I mean how much how much better do you feel if you you know subscribed or like opted in for this twelve week thing? and you've been dealing with hip pain for years and you opt in to like dedicate the time to do this thing and yeah. you come out the other end and you're like, man, I feel amazing. Yeah. Like that feels way better than going to a chiropractor five times and feeling better. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, like, you did it. It's like, man, I did yeah. it. Like, even yeah. though it takes a hell of a lot more work on yeah. your end, like you just feel better. So that's the goal is just to give people more tools they where give them the tools. yeah where they feel like they're in control and it's less about like i feel like there's so many hard and fast rules with like mm -hmm. pain mm -hmm. that just are distracting and honestly yeah. like this take away from the experience for the person yeah and i think i don't think there's ill intentions with the well it's not true sometimes there's ill intentions sometimes yeah, yeah. sometimes it's not good but most of the time it's just the practitioner or the internet or anybody yeah. just trying to make it easy for the person to consume. Yeah. So they put it in a way that's like, oh, your hip pain is caused by X, Y, Z. And I don't think they're trying to mess with the person, but in the end, it really does a lot of damage because then yeah. they start to get this story of like, oh, right. well, man, my hip is painful because I'm sitting all day yeah. and I'm, I'm doing this to myself. I'm, I'm deadlifting too much. I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. where it's like, no, nah, it doesn't have to be that way. Totally. Like, you know, there's, it's way more complex than just those couple things. Yeah. So giving people opportunities to see that and be like, oh, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm able to like do these things without pain. If I, if I like take down some of the load or I change the movement a little bit mm -hmm. or I cut out that extra 10 mile run that I was doing yeah. um, that was kind of creating this, you know, this extra stress on my body totally, totally. For, for short term and then bring it back. Yeah. But it's just, it's, yeah, being able to have that for people, just different ways that they can navigate is kind of the main goal for the future. Um, so moving into, moving into that space a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, awesome which is exciting and terrifying because it's again brand new yeah. we don't know what we're doing we're as far as like 
as far as like I guess you could say like bringing a product to totally. people. It's yeah. just a different it's a different way of connecting with patients. So yeah. it's kind of it's a lot of energy and time, but it'll be exciting when we can kind of roll it out and get some feedback totally. from people. Right, right. So, yeah. In terms of um, I feel like you you're you've been always I feel like you're always very on top of you you, you recognize trends. Uh, that's one thing about Juma that I picked up right away when we first met. Just talking foundational training back then, you know, the very before it kind of became yeah. so big. Uh, but I feel like you're you you're you're very good at recognizing where things are kind of shifting and going. And if you were to kind of predict the future uh, with fitness in general or or a active lifestyle, where do you think we're going? in this era that we're living on right now yeah i oh man that's i feel like the way i see it is there's like a pretty big split and mm -hmm. i think it can go it's going to go both ways where there's going to be a huge demand for what you're creating with like massive amounts of community and connection yeah and i also think that there's going to be a lot more of a demand for like custom like very specific to the person fitness mm -hmm. i I, I see that there, you know, I see there's still being a market for like boutique fitness classes, but I do yeah. see like with, with that, just a shift in like how it's communicated with people. Yeah. Um, totally. And yeah. it's more, I guess you could say it's less, less structure in that is what yeah. I think people are looking for. And I, I, I think for a lot of people, they need the structure, but they, they're not willing to commit as easily as we were before yeah uh, with different things so i feel like just there's as far as like styles of fitness i think a big trend is just going to be kind of this like do what feels good in your body mentality yeah. instead of it being so like rigid mm -hmm. uh, because people just don't have the they don't they don't want to hear it to, to be frank yeah, like, yeah. they don't they don't want to they don't up. want people telling them like what to do and and honestly the science supports that like totally. there's, there's no there's no there's no reason that their the fitness needs to be in this one box yeah so yeah. i think that you know there's there's going to be more of a shift towards people like looking for places where they can be that and totally. do that totally um so i think that's exciting because i also yeah. think that there's going to that'll in my world, that'll be a huge factor with people finding homes or finding places where they can feel comfortable doing the things that they want to do yeah. instead of feeling like almost, I don't want to say shamed, but almost like they're not allowed to or shouldn't yeah. be doing certain yeah. things because of their current state. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I, I think that that, I think that that's kind of the way it's going as far as like specific, like techniques i mean i i do think that like we're on this wave right now of like breathing and it's i think like bringing more of that into fitness is huge mm -hmm. with foundation training just since that's yeah, my man. my lens like that's yeah like the new content that you know the team is putting out and that eric has been talking about mm -hmm. for years i would say is like very focused on breathing and breath work so this the certification now i would say is like 75 percent uh, decompression breathing um, yeah. and that's and that's huge it's more of like that mechanical breath uh, talking about the inner workings of the anatomy and how that how that all works and what what that looks like for the individual from a um, from a mechanical standpoint less about like the physiological or chemical standpoint uh, but I, I do think that there's going to be more around that because to be honest it just feels good and like I said people are looking for things that feel good mm -hmm. in their bodies so not necessarily just foundation training, but I think a lot of systems are moving more in towards that and finding finding that like balance with the nervous system and how your body responds to different types of stimuli, I think is gonna be huge. Especially, I mean, again, we're in, we have blinders on in this like biohacking kind mm -hmm. of world. Totally, where, totally. Uh, and I think that that term, you know, is gonna shift too with everything yeah. uh, moving forward, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but that's kind of that's kind of what I think anyway. It's it's very in line with kind of how I've been seeing kind of like the future yeah. unfolding right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like we're in this in this wave of people in a way kind of getting smarter. You know, mm -hmm. like 
Effort. Hold on. Less effort. Like, less yeah. effort, more balance. Mm -hmm. Do what it feels good. Yep. Stay on it, you know, and it's just unfolding. Yeah. For sure. Wow, this. I, I have to say, this is such an honor, guys. I wish I, there was a camera right now because I have two of my previous guests just joined the podcast right now. We got Jake and Ben all of a sudden it's, crashing it's the podcast a, here with party. Dr. Matt, and it, we did not orchestrate this. That's right. How are you guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good this is this surprise. is this is the next podcast, guys. Hello, this, I this, this. Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Well, Matt just said two things just to kind of transition here. Um, foundation training and breath work. We're all going to get into a crazy workout where we're going to do some foundation training and yeah. breath work. And yeah. That's why Jake and Ben are here too. And we got like 15 other other people from the community coming. People, so people are starting to show up. Just so everyone workout. knows, 6.30 Saturday mornings, we get it going. At yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be, we'll be sharing everything about the center of movement and you Matt, thank you for coming today and uh, yeah. joining us for for the sauna puppy podcast number I love four it. it's been an honor yeah <laughs> puppy yo yeah. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> what's up buddy how you doing what's, what's up bro recording? oh yeah, yeah but it's just it's just awesome good timing <laughs> oh.